0: everybody. This is Encuentro. Today is Saturday uh, after Epiphany, the day before uh, baptism of the Lord. Let's begin with the prayer of Saint Francis. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, make me a means of your peace. When there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there's darkness, light, and where there's sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may seek not so much to be consoled, but to console, not so much to be understood, but to understand, not so much to be loved, but to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in forgiving that we are forgiven, and it is in dying to ourselves that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Today's Gospel reading is taken from St. John chapter 3, verses 22 to 30. After Jesus and his disciples went into the land of Judea, there he remained with them and baptized. John was also baptizing at Anon near Salem, because there was much water there, and people came and were baptized, for John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between John's disciples and a Jew over purifying, and they came to John and said to him, "Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you bore witness, here he is, baptizing, and all are going to him." John answered, "No one can receive anything except what is given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ." but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, and the friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice, therefore this joy of mine is now full. He must increase, I must decrease. You know, this is gym and workout time for many. Part of the annual New Year's resolution routine that everyone goes through. You know, uh, this goes from the first week of January until <coughs> about mid-February, I'd say. <coughs> Excuse me. Then begin, then it begins to sort of uh, peter out until, early, until by early March. And the only handful of those who began the year with a strong resolve to get fit uh, remain and then there's that teeny tiny percentage of those who actually manage to really begin and persevere in keeping themselves physically fit and healthy throughout the year Uh, one time i remember i was talking to a young lady who happened to start her new year's resolution as well trying to get fit at one point uh, this was sometime in february you know i asked her if she was still going and she said no she had stopped so i said well why aren't you going anymore you know and she says to me uh have you seen the people in there father you I mean that was the the gym where i go to in miami mind you it was a hardcore gym where you know cops and firefighters and then and, you know and, and, and bouncers you know and then and, and people like myself who you know who like to go to places where there's there's no talking, you just lift and then you go. That's, that's the kind of place that it is. So she says, those people are beasts. You know, I feel so small when I'm in there, uh, literally. So I said, well, why are you looking at people? Why are you looking at them? And then she says, well, there's mirrors all over the place. So even if I don't actually look at them, I still see them. So I said, well, yeah, let's well, stop it. You know, keep your eyes on yourself. You know, and stop comparing yourselves to other people, you know? And she says, keep an eye on myself? Father, isn't that a, t- a tad narcissistic? You know, uh, that's another thing. You know, with, with all, what's with all the mirrors in the gym? She says, you know, why, why are there all these mirrors in the gym? And then you got all these people staring at themselves as they, as they work out. Hmm? So I told her, see, you know, see, you don't understand. You know, uh those mirrors are not meant for people to to stare at themselves. They're there to make sure you're maintaining proper form when you lift. It kind of reminds me of uh an experience I had many years ago. I was newly ordained. I set up a, you know a gym, you know, workout, a fitness room at the seminary. And you know, you, you do have to have mirrors in a fitness room, you know, so that you can see to it that you are in fact uh you know, uh, exercising with proper form. Okay. Um, the, you know, the the fact that you can actually see, uh, developments and improvements in, in your, in your, 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 your body, that's, that's uh, that's an additional plus. That's not the point of having mirrors in the gym, but then, then, you know, she, she says, well, I, I I still, I don't want to go anymore. You know, there's just, there's too many people around me. I just, I just feel, uh, out of place. OK, so, you know, I said, well, um, just don't look at other people, you know, focus on yourself, you know, focus on yourself. But then she kept saying, well, uh, that sounds a little too narcissistic, Father, you know, focus on yourself. Well, so I said, well, listen, working out is about you. You know, it is about keeping yourself fit, making yourself feel good about yourself you know, affirming yourself and developing a healthy lifestyle. Huh? Um, so working out is about you, but here's the deal. It can only be about you if it's not about you. And she says, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, that sounds like one of those puzzling confusion sayings. You know, it can only be about you if it's not about you. It can only be about you if it's not about you. It does sound like one of those confusing, uh, puzzling confusion, I'm referring to Confucius sayings. But there's a great deal of truth in it. You know, we make progress in improving and developing ourselves, not when we focus too much on improving and developing ourselves, but in immersing ourselves in the process in the very process of doing so. Let me repeat that. We make progress in improving and developing ourselves, not when we focus too much on improving and developing ourselves, but in immersing ourselves in the process of doing so. You know, there's a certain forgetfulness of the self that's an important condition for the good of that self to be attained. You know, a basketball player doesn't continuously think about himself as he plays and improves his basketball skill. Uh, No athlete can ever become better by constantly reflecting on whether he's becoming better as he plays. There's no time for that, you know, while you're playing. There is a time for reflecting on your skill, on how to improve it. But that's, that's certainly not at the moment when you're supposed to be fully immersed in the sport. You know, similarly, a writer, a poet, a painter, a music composer, and any other artist who continuously reflects on whether he or she is being good at what he or she is doing will never really become good. You know, he'll never master the skill that he or she intends to to develop. There will be a time for reflecting and for taking stock of... uh, where one is at there will be time for analyzing whether one is doing well and where one needs to improve but you can't do that all the time and it especially can be done while you're immersed in the activity itself when you're doing what you're doing or what you absolutely love doing you just do it that's actually a commercial from many years ago I remember just do it You become one with the game, with the art, the skill, and the activity. You lose yourself in it. You know, this is also true of parents. I've observed some really great moms and dads when they're with their kids. You know, parents whom you know are immersed 100% in raising, teaching, and forming their children. It's as if they're not there. You know, they're there but they're not there. What do I mean? They're completely immersed in whatever they're doing, whether it's cooking, playing with the kids, teaching them something, you know, they're they're fully immersed in the task, in the work that they do for their children and with their children. The self simply disappears. It's there but it's immersed in the very activity. You know, this is the foundational humility that's at the basis of becoming anything and truly achieving anything worthwhile in life. You know, one loses himself in what he does. One disappears in what he does. One immerses himself fully in what he does. And so he becomes secondary to what he is doing. I've seen it even with really great teachers. Once they're, or, or, or preachers, you know, once they're there in front of people, they're just there, they're, they, you know, they don't think about themselves, they just lose themselves in the moment. You know, that's also true of people who are in the zone when they're working out, you know? They, they don't wanna talk, they don't wanna, you know, chat with people, they just get in there, they lift, and they're completely immersed in whatever it is that they're doing. It's like John the Baptist, you know, who had become so immersed in the work of preparing for the coming of God's kingdom and preparing the way for Jesus, um, that not even the concerns of his own disciples bothered him. Rabbi, they said to him, you know, that guy you witnessed to, that guy you baptized? Well, he's baptizing now and he's gaining followers. I mean, it was natural for them to be concerned. People were flocking to Jesus. In fact, some of John's own disciples were themselves leaving him and joining Jesus. And so, you know, these disciples were maybe a little bit worried. They didn't like to see their master take second place. They didn't like to see him abandoned while the flocks, or the crowds, I'm sorry, while the crowds flocked to hear and to see uh, this new kid on the block. And it is here that the true loveliness and the genuineness of John's humility really shines. You know, in response to his own disciples' complaints and worries, it would have been easy for John to feel just a tad uh, injured maybe, you know, neglected, forgotten. But. But John had no time to be sorry for himself, you know, even if he, if he knew that, you know, people were in fact uh, leaving him and going to Jesus. But he didn't have time to be sorry for himself. He, he was above that. It was the work that he did that mattered. And it was his mission that counted. And that mission was to prepare the way for Jesus. That was the work and the task that God had given him. It was secondary to Jesus' work, that's for sure, but it's still a task from God. And in doing God's work, in doing God's work, all service ranks the same. Any task done for God is great, no matter how big or small. But there was something that John said to his disciples or something else that John said to his disciples. He said to them, no one can receive anything except what is given him from heaven. No one can receive anything except what is given to him from heaven. Essentially, he was telling them that no one can receive more than what God has given him. You know, and, and God is never miserly with uh, with the gifts that he gives. We've all been given gifts that are uniquely our own. If Jesus was gaining more followers, it was because that's what God wanted. Jesus wasn't stealing followers from John. And that's what he was telling them. Now imagine the jealousy, the envy, the resentment that we would all escape if we would only remember that someone else's gifts and successes are theirs. They're from God. And so, we should never begrudge them their gifts. Let me repeat that. We should never begrudge others their gifts. Because we each have our own. And their gifts, eh, we will never discover, or these gifts that we have, we will never discover or develop if we keep looking at the gifts that God and life has bestowed on others. Never begrudge others their gifts, because we each have our own. And the gifts that we have, we will never fully discover or develop if we keep looking at the gifts that God and life has bestowed on others. You know, I can still vividly remember another uh, gym conversation I had with a student who wanted to be serious about starting a fitness regimen, a fitness program for his own. You know, he says, why is my body the way it is, Father? I said, what do you mean? Well, I work work out quite a bit. I use proper form. I eat right. I don't have vices. (coughs) I get decent sleep. So why is it that so-and-so who started out the same time I did, you know, has been following the same routine, why does he seem to get bigger more quickly than me? I'm I'm starting to get a little frustrated, Father, he said. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Well, maybe you are. Maybe you aren't, I said. What do you mean, Father? Well... You have a different body type, you see. You're a hard gainer. You're what's called a hard gainer. And he's not. Well, so why can't I be like him? Well, you can get to where he's at and even beyond. But you won't get there if you keep comparing yourself to him. And think that by simply doing what he's doing, you'll achieve your goals. It's not a one-size-fits-all, you know. You have to figure out your unique needs your unique body type and and you know and structure a program around that long story short you know by the time the kid was about to finish seminar he was he was already massive which was what he wanted to be but he got there by by focusing on what he needed to do and by immersing himself in his plan and lastly by following my advice to Stop comparing himself to someone that he felt was better than he, or that he felt was more blessed than he. Never begrudge others the gifts they've been given. Never compare yourself to others. By not doing so, by not comparing ourselves with others, we actually create a breathing space for us to focus on our own uniqueness, our own gifts, talents, our own skills, abilities, and capacities, on the blessings that are uniquely and singularly our own because they have been given to us specifically by God, given to us and to us alone. These are gifts that are meant to be used just as John the Baptist did to fulfill the mission that God has given to us and to no one else.